1: breakfast on SEN. And at the top of the morning to you wherever you're listening uh, across the country or even international text coming through from Singapore early which we'll get to in a moment as well. This is SEN summer breakfast. It has just gone seven o'clock on this Thursday morning and, and wherever you might be. I hope your commute or your, your breakfast or your run to school is going well this morning. We're about to Get into the watchables. We're going to rank the AFL teams to 2024 on watchability because we're all consumers, Kane. whether it be in the stands or at home on the couch. And we all pick and choose who we watch. We're going to do our best to rank them on watchability going forward. Michael Bridge from the UK. We've got three teams in the EPL title race at the moment. In fact, we've got a couple of FA Cup games on this morning as well that we'll keep an eye on as well. Uh, Chelsea and Aston Villa are about to get into their replay from uh, from about now. So Michael Bridge will bring us up to speed with the EPL. Uh, Justin Rodsky from the Melbourne Storm. They've got a game coming up in, uh, in Fiji, of course, and a big season ahead. And in this Olympic year, we've got long jumper Brooke Bushkill about to join us at, uh, at 8.40. Uh, she's a long jumper, a dual Commonwealth Games, silver medal, a seventh at Tokyo, uh, the Tokyo Games as well. Questions without notice ahead of us. We've still got a Cigna Boost power bank to give away. And you're in fine form, Kane Corns. I just saw you shadow boxing during the break. So you're just oh, keeping yourself nice and sharp, which is good. Just trying to keep
0: myself sharp. Yeah, gearing up for a, a big footy season, which is not too far away. So we've this has been in the works for a while. Sammy, explain the concept for us and and how we can get our magnificent audience involved this morning.
1: So we're going straight to the lounge chair this morning, Kane. This segment, the watchables. Who do we want to watch? Criteria we workshopped a bit. Might be things like scoring power, close games, style of play, star power, the marquee names, those who can do the impossible. Perhaps it's the schedule. How many primetime games do they have? Perhaps it's the commentators who typically does your Sunday or Saturday twilights. And obviously who you support is the disclaimer. You'll have them at the top as a a cannot miss as well. The categories, clear my schedule for those that uh, you just simply cannot miss. Uh, This better be important is our second tier. Uh, Keeping an eye is our third tier. And our final bracket, which I said before, all teams have been here, but I want to be overly harsh. Washing my hair is the fourth tier. Those that, look, you could miss and there'd be no problem.
0: Yeah, I felt like there needed to be a category somewhere in between keeping an eye and washing my hair. So not quite as bad as washing my hair, but not quite as good as keeping an eye. Are
1: you bringing this to the table at five past but, seven?
0: But I'll explain as we go through <laughs> Didn't
1: think it. to raise that yesterday.
0: No, I, I thought five categories is too many, but it was difficult because... There's some teams that you can take it or leave it, but you still sort of want to keep your keep your eye across them. Who you got? Who, who are the ones for you? Who are the marquee games that you will not be missing this year? All right,
1: clear my schedule, Collingwood. Uh, obvious. Play the game in a way you can't not admire. Flare, dare, risk-taking, speed, pendles at one end of the age demographic, Dacos at the other. They've got star power everywhere. Big crowds, big noise, and they've got a penchant for the close game, which I love.
0: Yeah, I got Collingwood as well for all of those reasons. But, but they just they take risks. They take the game on. They play aggressive. They do things that other teams don't do. Love the way that their backs um, you know, play really high and, and do play aggressive. When the ball hits the deck in their back 50, they swarm on it and then they go. And I think they're the best team with their hands. Like the, their ability to use quick hands in traffic and to take a few risks. Not always pays off. And you can turn the footy over and it can cost you as it has from time to time last year. But. We called them the, the Collingwood Globe Trotters last year and, and they're absolutely there and, and the, the crazy crowds as well, just to add to the atmosphere and everyone wants to bring their best performance against Collingwood so that they're, they're now the hundred and I think the intensity of Collingwood games will rise this year and we won't be missing too many of them.
1: You can pull us up at any moment here too, by the way. Whether you disagree or agree, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. The Forty Wings Tempest oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. And this forms part of our conversation starter for the Drain Man. Of course, you want to call the experts if you have got drain problems. They are the Drain Man. Who else you got in the uh, the so I, schedule? Yeah, I got
0: the Crows. I, I I watch the Crows when they're on. I, I love their brutal game style. I think Matthew Nix has a defined game style. They play a finals like brand where they're really competitive. They win clearance, they tackle, they turn the ball over from the opposition. they got the great forward six, so the star power in their forward six I want to watch. Uh, And this year they're going to get a lot of marquee slots. So there's a bit of a make-up for the goal review stuff at the end of the year. they basically got all the requests that they put in for the AFL. So lots of Thursday, Friday night um, games that they're going to get in marquee situations. And then there's the expectation. Can, Can they handle it? So can they deliver on what we think they are good enough to And will the players be able to live up to that? So there's a watchability around that as well. So lots of aspects there.
1: I'm not missing them either. The Leyland brothers last year, 10 different venues. You mentioned the primetime appeal. They've got three Thursdays, three Fridays. They've got a good Friday meeting with Freo. They finally got a home standalone showdown against Port. And they're hosting Geelong, Melbourne, Essendon and Richmond in primetime slots. So I'm with you. Big expectations, big scoring power. And the Adelaide Oval atmosphere, much is made of that. But it's fantastic even through the TV, and they played in six games decided by a goal or less last year. So there's that excitement value as well and the star power of Rankin and Rochelle and those guys. So I've got them in there too. Who else you got? I've got the Blues in there. Probably not much need to explain on this. Star power everywhere, which was spoken about. Curnow, Cripps, Walsh, a fanatical fan base. And what we probably need to acknowledge with them is good or bad, it's hard to look away. Like if it's going horrifically, you can't not watch. And if it's going brilliantly, then it's crazy as well. And how can you not be glued for Harry Mackay's first set shot of 2024. So they were the ultimate roller coaster and could easily be that again. And like Collingwood, they are the primetime Kings uh, this year. And that appeals to most people.
0: Definitely got the blues in there. The brutal midfield that they've got, the forward line expectations, the fan expectations, the competition expectations, and the fact that they're due, which brings a whole level of pressure this year. So, Uh, We're three from three at the moment. I think we'll probably be four from four. I've got Brisbane. They've got the best small forward um, group in a long time. Look, look, I said it repeatedly last year. I can't remember a group of small to medium forwards this good. Bailey, McCarthy, Cameron, Rainer, Zorko when he's down there. Speaking of Zorko, I want to watch him because I don't know if he's going to lose his head. So there's a watchability Around that, they run off half-back. They intercept off half-back. Their midfield is really strong. They play football the right way. Brisbane are right up there for me in terms of, uh, I mean, clearly they're up to their eyeballs in win the premiership. And they've got some good youngsters as well. Like we can't wait to see Ashcroft come back. Fletcher came in and played with, just just took the game on from, from the minute he stepped into that side and was important for them. So uh, if Brisbane are on my TV this year, I'm watching.
1: Now, I've got them there as well, but I've also got another team, and I've kept this back from you. Now, this might he be controversial. Four. I know, but I've got five, and I've, I've put a bit of thought into this. Late adjustment. I've got Gold Coast in there. I'm not no, missing the sun. God. No, listen, hear me Please. out. I know. Highest finish of 12th and 13th season. That's all obvious. But they've just pulled off the boldest move in their history, snaring Hardwick. My fascination with what they can do with him, I'm not missing it. They've declared finals the benchmark. They want to win a flag within three years. Can they finally do it now? Clear my schedule at least for the first six to eight rounds because I've got enormous <laughs> curiosity on what they can produce. Can they finally Kane put it together up on the Gold Coast?
0: Yeah, no, I'm not stomaching that one. I'm not copping that. The, them playing in the sun in front of seven thousand people doesn't excite me. No, so but not, it's, they're, I'm they're not, not, not sitting in, in the
1: outer. I'm at home and it's yeah. my choice. You can't take it away from me. I'm clearing <laughs> my schedule for the Suns. I just want to see. What he's been able to do in a few months.
0: Yeah, no, nah, I can't. I'm not, I can't <laughs> come with you on that one. I've right, got
1: four. This better be...
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, no, and I've got I've got Brisbane in there as well. So I've gone the five, you've gone the four. This better be important. So this is our uh, next tier.
0: Yeah, so a lot of people would have had GWS in the first clear schedule category. I didn't. They, do, they play a nice style and you feel like with the Giants, they can come back and win from anywhere. And there's a belief in the group that is really watchable. But I downgraded them on some points, watchability points, where they play, Canberra, the Giants Stadium, low crowds, Mm -hmm. terrible time slots, B-grade commentary teams covering their games. (laughs) um, And that dilutes the atmosphere. So whilst there's a lot of watchability points, I had to deduct some, which just got them down a rung into the next category.
1: Yeah, I've got them there too. And Toby Green gets them there for me. And they do have athletes everywhere. Love that backline, But for all the reasons you articulated, I've just got them in this better be important category. All right, who else you got? I've got Port Adelaide in there. I guess the constant conjecture over Ken's future won't go anywhere despite the contract. Uh, the president's outspoken. They'll ride the week-to-week week as much as anyone. But they've got amazing next-generation talent, don't they? Butters, the new captain, Rosie. How does Radigalia help them. How does Soldo help them. Horn Francis will just always be a much-discussed player. Uh, it better be important if you want to take me away from a Port game.
0: Yeah, I've got Port in there as well. I've also got the Western Bulldogs um, because it is a little bit like driving past a car crash. You have to watch. I've got them there too. And when it works, they look like a Ferrari on the highway, and it is humming. I love that style. Can score, they can score as quickly as anyone. Their forwards can get a hold of you. Their mids are star-studded. they got good young key position players. When it works, it works. But when it doesn't, you are slowly driving past the car crash, and you're waiting for Bevo after the game to give you something in the, in the post-match media conference. So for varying reasons, good and bad, the Western Bulldogs, I'll definitely be, uh I'll definitely be watching this. God,
1: show. I'm there too. I want to see Jamaro? Want to see Darcy? And dare I say it, I want to see Riley Sanders. Dan off the text. Kane call the doctor. Sam isn't well. Michael, no, he's not. Carlton has to be the most overhyped team. Entertaining, sure. Well, that's what this is about, Michael. That's it. But and they fall, across, they fall across the line. And with Gold Coast, I'm predicting here. I'm predicting what's going to happen. You wouldn't watch them last year. But I'm, I'm canvassing yeah, for yeah, yeah. it, but this they is fell. A, they fell across the line so many times last year. They're not convincing winners again, Michael. That's part of the allure. They'll need to improve drastically to be serious contenders. That's Michael. All right, keeping an eye. This is our third. Hang tier. on, hang oh, on. Oh, you, hang, you got hang, more? I've got a
0: guy. Yeah. Oh, I've got my more. apologies. I've got Geelong. Geelong, um, I'm keeping an. Uh, a, so whilst the Cats still have Hawkins, Cameron, Stewart, and Dangerfield in the lineup, I'm watching.
1: Hang on. This is this better be important. This is your second yeah. tier.
0: No, yep. yeah, this is. A, are you still yep. in the second year? I, I am. thought
1: you'd moved on. No, no, we're with you.
0: Okay, good, good. I got the cats. Have you got the cats in there? No. Why
1: not? Uh, fading force for me. The cats. I've got them. I'm just keeping <laughs> an eye fading on force. them. Fading uh, force. For me, look, still some major star power there, but some of it Geez, we
0: drop off quickly. Oh, the, well, that's the, what... the previous <laughs> year in the back half they were tantalising. Very they nice state. Very jumping nice jumping on landmines and winning everything and beating up on the opposition.
1: Hey. You've dropped off quick. Moves quick. Very nice right. stadium now. It's all done, so that's nice. But what happens on the field is more important. I'm just not that stirred by what we might see. But I'm happy to be proven wrong. All right.
0: So they're not in there. Have you got any, anyone else in this No, I've
1: got, I've got a lot of teams in the keeping the eye category, to be okay, honest. Okay, so I've just got one more. I've got Sydney still in this better be important. No, they're,
0: they're, they're stacked with young players. Golden, Warner, Campbell, Wicks, McInerney, Papley's there, he's watchable, the best celebrator in football. Heaney's there. Logan McDonald, can he break out? Blakey the lizard just streaming off. Her. If you don't have Sydney in this better be important, what are you even doing?
1: No, I've got him in keeping an what? eye for one reason. And I, I like it when Sydney go hard through the corridor. The counter style is exciting. And for all the reasons you mentioned, I agree with you. But I share the point that was made by Benny Lyon yesterday and I wholeheartedly agree with it. This I is hate your it. list. This I is hate your it. list. This no, isn't Ben's list. I hate it. He agreed with me. I hate watching games on TV at the SCG. <laughs> when are they going to improve that camera angle? It does my block. <laughs> but it's too low. You can't. The depth, it's shocking. It very petty. Shocking visual. It's irritating. It's not a good spectacle. And uh, I have to watch it. So I, I can't sit there. And I struggle to watch a full game. At the SCG, yeah, the call best me petty.
0: List of young talent and speed and ball use in the league, and you've dropped them down a category because of a couple of poor angles hey, at the SCG. I'm at,
1: I'm at home with the remote control. It's watchability. All right, they might go on to win the premiership, but I don't enjoy watching them. <laughs> conversation starters for the drain man weather update today for city power this summer make sure you're prepared for any extreme weather and sign up for sms outage alerts at unitedenergy.com.au slash notify how about this uh melbourne today benny Lyons. this is good producing cane he says headed for a top of twenty three. Winds out of the south to southwest, up to twenty seven kilometres. Mm. Now the humidity is at eighty seven percent, but the UV index is low. The moon is a waning crescent, so no precipitation. <laughs> We're powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors, and Land Pride attachments. <coughs> We're footy around at the moment. We're just working our way through the watchables at the moment. Just something a little bit different on uh, on Summer Breakfast. And, and thanks for playing along with us. I, I think we're up to keeping an eye, are we not, Kane? Our third tier. We are. We've dipped our toe into already. I've got the Saints. I, I just... Keeping an eye, I just can't be wooed by a side that only outscored Hawthorne North and West Coast last year. Now, Max King, is going to be back. Awesome. Owens, Philippo, Windhager, some great young talent. I'm keeping an eye on that. The Ross Lyon press conference has also had me keeping an eye. But just as far as the pure aesthetics of the game style go, I just can't put them any higher.
0: Yeah, this was... The, they were lucky to not be in the washing my hair category for me. Oh <laughs> Wow, really? Me. That is severe. Yeah, the, the only reason they were saved, because they have added some run and some leg speed. They only scored 100 points twice last year. Yeah. So they need, to, they need to score more. Uh, when they're on, it's so, like, uh, you know... Marvel Stadium on a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday afternoon. Lowish crowds, low atmosphere, low scoring, boring. <laughs> Don't really need to be watching.
1: Sounds like they're a bit high for you. Uh, You've got to be honest with yourself here like I am. Now, Melbourne. Now, w- watching a team huff and puff... And not be able to blow the house down, and I'm speaking of their disconnect between their otherwise dominant midfield and their forward line, is just a bloody hard watch. It's like that annoying character in an otherwise excellent TV series you're streaming. And for that reason, I'm only keeping an eye. I don't support Melbourne, I've got no affiliation with Melbourne, and I'm frustrated watching them from time to time. I, I can't even imagine how their rusted on, died in the wall membership base feel watching it. From
0: I'm time. with you, Sammy. I'm with you. They just feel like they're playing ordinary games, ordinary game games style like they're scrappy games like I I admire Melbourne and I admire how competitive and how combative they play and I I love Petrarca and I like Gorn I like Bailey Frick but there's no real star power in that lineup that Cosby Pickett's probably the exception to that he flashes through your screen oh wow that's that's amazing some of the stuff he does but just feel like Melbourne games are ordinary the connection between their mids and their forwards are ordinary and until they get a forward capable of kicking me 70 goals, I probably think they remain in this category. I've also got the Tigers. And like the Saints, gee, honestly, I would have liked to have put them in the washing my hair. But the only reason I didn't was one man, and that's Dustin Martin. Right. That the only, and, and, and Shea Bolton. I, I'm a big fan of Shea Bolton. But... What are Richmond games going to be like this year? What, what's the reason to watch Richmond? Or Kaczynski in the fort or what? Yeah, well, the, they got the new make, coach. Make, they might be some... shift defenders.
1: They brought the camel in. A lot of
0: 30-year-olds running around, hacking the footy forward and
1: turning it over. Uh, no, I can probably do without. Well, Dave, as I said earlier, dropped us a text from Singapore. He's wondering if his message got through to us. Dave, if you're still listening, it has. He says, Richmond's latest Instagram post, uh, have you seen it? Uh, Shay Bolton, he looks like he's dropped two kilos. Super fit ready to explode, might finally put a complete season together. So he is definitely worth watching if he's going to play at the level we think he's capable.
0: To be fair, he put a complete season together in 2022. His season was unbelievable. So to be fair to him there. But yeah, him and Dustin Martin are the only Now, if I was being really harsh, I just didn't want to upset the very sensitive Richmond supporter base this morning. So I didn't drop them to wash in my hair, but they will and truly could have been there.
1: Essendon's here for me, at least to start. Now, if they improve, and they might well do, then happy to bump them up. But for me right now, I'm just keeping an eye on the bomb, Bombers.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on the on the Bombers, Sammy. And I've also got Hawks. Gold Coast.
1: Oh, Gold Coast down there. Too low.
0: Gold Coast in there. Uh, I actually had the Hawks in the the above category, um, which we didn't get to before. So that was my okay. bad. but. I'm watching the Hawks this year, but yeah, no Gold Coaster with me, keeping my eye. I can I can do without. I Anderson, Rao, um, and Miller are the constants in that midfield. Apart from that, there's not much else to watch.
1: All right. Uh washing my hair. Now, as you said, all teams take their turn down here. This is the ones that you can happy to you're happy to miss. You might even know you might even not know you're missing them. They're that irrelevant to you at home. I think we've got the same three. <laughs> so Go go on then, get into it. I'll, I'll, well, I've gone West Coast. I, I did think about bumping them up to keeping an eye just because of the Harley Reid factor, but it, I've got fatigue on that, uh, the back front page of the West Oz. Uh, scored 200 points less than the next lower scoring side in North. It is amazing how bad they were. So they have to live here for now. They
0: have to. I just had West Coast, no thanks. Um, in, in my room, no, don't need to watch West Coast. And, and the other thing that's annoying about West Coast is that affects the rest of the competition and those that get them twice uh, particularly last year in the lead-up to the finals. It affects the common medal race and those kicking big bags against them, as we saw with Walker and and many others. Colonel, a couple of times, um, which is a which is a blight on the competition, and they have been a blight on the competition. So hopefully, hopefully much more competitive, not in terms of win-loss, but in terms of not affecting the rest of the competition in a couple of those metrics. I've got North as well. At times last year, honestly, you are watching, and, and AFL footballers under no pressure... Could not hit a 30-meter drop punt, and they, they would turn it over. The skill level was deplorable at North. And, yep, there's some reasons to watch now, and the midfield is, is really exciting, and Davies Uniak is electric, and I, I love watching him, and hopefully a couple of the others come through, but right now there's there's no real need to watch North with the standards of, of ball use and their inability to actually hit a target.
1: I agree. Uh, off the text, uh, LDU Brownlow, nothing more certain this season. So They won't win enough games. all Wardlaw, these guys are going to be stars, but for now I'm with you as a neutral. I'm struggling to get excited. And then oh, really, I really, I, I had them initially, this club, a tad high just because I've got a morbid curiosity with what might happen with Justin Longbill, but I've put Fremantle here. You hate Fremantle. I don't I mean, hate them at all. You've got a real all.
0: set against Fremantle. Don't, don't be silly. I've
1: worked you out. The last couple, I've worked you out. Are they in your washing my hair bracket? <laughs> yeah, they Thank are. Thank you. They are just so boring to watch. I Just their style. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to like them. They've got some exciting players. They're so boring. Do they, do, hang on. Do they? Can I pick you
0: up on that? Do they have some exciting players? Well,
1: I don't yeah, know if I, they do.
0: I, I like watching Brasher. I like watching Sarong. Yeah, I think they, Luke Jackson's an athlete. exciting? Like, they're... And I think Sorona, Amos can ta- be a star. Tenacious burrowers, and they get a lot of the footy, but I don't know if they're exciting. That's why I don't have... Like, just doesn't...
1: move the ball quick, right? Yeah. Just no chipping sideways. They're well off Broadway anyway, as far as the TV schedule goes. Of course, they're not going to get any favours there. Twilight games and the like that you just... You're you cooking your stir-fry. You don't even... The kids are watching something else. Just... I, I, I no, no words. I've got uh, them there.
0: As a team, have they had the least amount of star players in their short journey. Like if you're putting together Fremantle's Hall of Fame now, is it the weakest group of Hall of Famers from Fremantle? You said, I've of... got a
1: set against Fremantle. Now,
0: we'll just ball this with me. So we, we've got Pavlich and we've got Fife. It drops off. It's pretty grim. Like if you like go to the, so well, they're go to the Adelaide... The biggest,
1: they're two of the biggest the I understand in the that, but era. go to the
0: Adelaide Football Club, a team that has come in at a, a similar time and... You look through their Hall of Fame and compare the quality of Adelaide's to Fremantle. We got McLeod, we got Rashudo, we oh got Goodwin, we got Modra, we got Betts, we got whoever. Like these they just roll off the tongue. Go to Fremantle and you're going, well, there's Pav and there's Fife. So I don't know. I just think they need they need some genuine stars. And right now on their list, who are they? Fife doesn't play anymore, so rule rule him out. He's 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 good for five games a year. Amos, hopefully, but he's sort of your third floating forward. He's never Mm. going to be the Pavlich for them. And Brayshaw and Sarong are are really good, honest admirable players that are going to probably end up in Fremantle's Hall of Fame but after that I'm I'm not sure what there's there.
1: I I think I've said enough and and you've said enough for both of us. Rob's in Strathmore before we get to the newsroom. How are you Rob? Yeah, g'day guys. Um, This is an interesting discussion and a lot of People's opinions are based on bias. I'm an Essendon supporter. I can't believe I'm actually going to say this, but I think by the end of the season, Sam Walsh will be the best footballer in the league. His finals um, appearance, considering he was injured most of the year, was phenomenal. And I think with a full pre-season, he'll go to the next level again. Mm. Not a bad observation, Rob. I think it's his first full preseason. He was saying for the three years, maybe at least two last couple have been. Yeah, wouldn't
0: look. It wouldn't surprise you if he. If he won the Brownlow, they, I mean the Brownlow's in good hands. What one of those real young gun mids, Golden or yep. Butters or Rosie. Walsh or Dacos or one of those will, will win it. It's in, it's in pretty good hands.
1: Yeah, there's a stack of footy around yesterday, so we'll broaden the net a little bit after this. Michael Bridges is going to join us from the UK shortly as well. We'll catch up on where things are at with the Premier League. Melbourne happy Storms. Your list? CEO I just a re- yeah, I'm happy enough. Well, it's, yeah, you can't. I think you, did, uh, you, I think you did a good job. It's uh, <laughs> likewise. Well, it's all it's all very personal. It's uh, it's personal taste. Uh, who do you want to watch? We started positive ended less so. Uh, Justin Rodsky's going to join us uh, and in this Olympic year, long jumper Brooke Bush goes ahead of us as well. Nath Gardner's in the house. He's got the news headlines back in a moment.